Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, 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 and welcome to Bookability. This is a, well, first, I'm Mika, and whether you're listening in Zoom, Clubhouse, or on the Lady A device, we are just so darn happy to have you because we love talking about books. This is a call all about books. We're not we're not a book club per se, but we love to just delve really just deeply into the topic of what we are reading and why and and pretty much anything else in between. So I'm a voracious reader, and as I have learned since doing this call, um, everybody on this call are also voracious readers. So it is just exciting and really thrilled. I have Tammy who is hosting for us tonight and Belle who is in the club, <laughs> um, and streaming for us tonight as well. So just very, very thrilled to have you all have you here with us. Okay, everybody, I hope y'all are ready for a night of sharing because I, I'm just, I'm just so excited. Um, so I want to talk about our alphabet cards and see where you are with them. For those who don't know, we're doing it. We're doing an alphabet challenge and basically the alphabet challenge is, um, where I told people they could just like you know, write a letter on each line and then next to in WordPad or Braille or however they wanted to do it. And then next to each letter, they would put the name of a book that they are reading. And the goal was to, to fill up that alphabet to go from, you didn't have to read it in order, but you could just, um, it's kind of what I call a soft challenge, <laughs> um, where you could fill up that alphabet card. Um, and hopefully we can fill it up by the end of the year. Because in 2024, I would like for us to do another soft challenge. I have not quite decided what that's going to be yet, but um, but yeah, here we are. So, um, also, if you don't, if you haven't done your alphabet cards, um, or you're like, oh my gosh, I just came on this call. She's talking about alphabet cards. What the heck is going on? Um, raise your hand anyway, and tell me about one good, tell me about a good book that you're reading and you can recommend a book to us. And if there's anything I have learned about this call is that people are more than willing to share the good books. I have added so much to my, um, to my, to be read pile. And I should have prepared a little better before this call, because I know I have read like two or three books. Um, over the course of the last couple of weeks, and I'm Ex- blanking on the title. Excuse me, Miss Mika. Miss yes. Lucy has her hand raised. All right. Well, I'm going to get to Lucy in just a moment um, because I'm going to talk. Actually, no, I'm going to get to Lucy now so I can go look up my book that I read. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Lucy. <laughs> Hello. Um, you know, I haven't gotten any further with my alphabet challenge. I still have seven letters to go. I think they are Q, let's see, no, N, Q, R, V, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So, um, 
and um i'm i'm reading a good book uh well two good books actually uh one by sandra brown called shadows of yesterday and i also shut up jaws yeah jaws. um so there <laughs> we go i finally lowered my hand um so um uh what was i saying oh shadows of yesterday it, i already have my s letter for the alphabet but i i think i have like three or four of them but anyway um it's it's good it's a short book it's only like five hours and something um you know um and then i'm also reading uh the book for the community book chat which is um <laughs> another s book secluded cabin sleeps six by lisa unger and um i like her books and this one uh, it's interesting wow <laughs> but i haven't i haven't been reading as much this past two weeks because um this one show that i watched on hbo years ago i saw it without audio description and i found it on audio vault with audio description it's called six feet under and oh my god <laughs> So I've been watching a lot of that. You've been so binging I... six feet under. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, two, two things, um, or rather one big thing. I don't know how many of you follow like writing works. Uh, <gasps> Andrew Brown is yes. on, on, on that on that on Friday. Yes, I, I just saw that in my email, and I just, oh my god, she's one of my she's one of my all time favorite. Yeah, I Authors. love her books. <laughs> so, yep. uh, so I will Brown be is there. Going to be in Writing Works Wonders on Friday, this Friday, the 29th at one. Yeah, I was telling uh, Tammy that Ellen Hildebrand was supposed to be there a few months ago, and she had to cancel for some reason. And I was so sad because I love her Aww. books too. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right, Sandra, you better be there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, really. All right, Sue Ellen, thanks. Sue Ellen has her hand raised. <laughs> Thank you, Lucy. Yep. Hello, Sue Ellen. Hey, Mika. Um, I am still very slowly working on my challenge. I'm only up to letter number 10. I'm finally working on my D. I'm reading Dangerous Minds by um, Janet Ivanovich. This is the second book in her Night and Moon series, which I love these books. They're short, they're witty, there's sort of a sort of slow burn romance going on, and the characters are very quirky. Ooh. Okay, that sounds very, very fun. Oh, yeah. The first book is Curious Minds, the second one is Dangerous Minds, and Bard has them both. Excellent. I like I like it. All right. Thank you, Sue Ellen. Not a problem. And um any other hands raised? If you if you got a book you want to tell me about, raise those hands. Jeanette was, but I think I don't know if she lowered or if I'm missing her. So Jeanette, if you still have your hand raised. Yeah, it got lowered. I'm not sure oh, how. I'm sorry. But yes, that's all right. <laughs> it, you know, Zoom is quirky, so we'll blame Zoom. it on Zoom. It's all Zoom's fault. Okay, that works for me. <laughs> um, so I can blame um, Peter Heidi for this. I have read 
14 books in the last two weeks. Holy smokes. Wow. <laughs> that's a, Which that's is amazing. a record for me. That's like so unlike me. Um, I am reading the Chronicles of St. Mary's series. And I'm now at the point where after I read the book I'm reading, I have to figure out where the rest of the books are. And since I'm not quite acclimated to Goodreads, which is the best list I've seen, I'm kind of stuck. Oh, no. Um, this may be my motivation to actually email Mika and say, I need help. Yes, yes. Email me. <laughs> which I will help you. <laughs> which I know you will. And I, I finally, my my um, schedule is straightening out. Um, I have about 10 letters done and they're all over the place. So I can't even tell you which ones I haven't done because I keep finding multiples of letters and they're good books, so I can't not read them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but I have a different question for you since I had the audacity to be away in August. Um, I'm still taking notes for you, but what's happening with all of those? And did anyone do notes in my absence, or is it just too much of a... Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. <clears throat> Um, when you were gone, but I have the notes that you've done. I just have to have time to work on the blog to put them up there. So, okay. so, so once you've done that, that's okay. Once you've done that, you're going to tell us how to access. The Absolutely. Blog, right? Yes. And maybe somebody can email me and tell me some of what you guys did in August that I missed because okay. I really wanted to be there, but there was just no way. Oh, uh, hey, I understand. I'm trying to remember what we talked about in August, and I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that one. All right. Thank you, Jeanette. Um, all right. Are there any other hands up there? Uh, Sue Ellen has her hand raised again. And... What's the, oh, oh, I, I think I think her hand went down. down. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. sorry, Suellen. Um, I don't see any more hands up at the moment. Anybody in Clubhouse, Bell? Nope. Not, Not Paula. at the moment. Did someone say Paula had her hand up? Yep, she does. Hello, Paula. Welcome, welcome. Oh well, am I unmuted now? Yes, you yeah. are. Okay. Well. I haven't done Alphabet Bang because I just read so many. I should sit down. I'm, I've read so many books. So I'm just going to mention two. Okay. One that I just finished and one that I'm reading now that I think are good. Um, so some people don't like scary books, but I'm going to mention one because it's sort of a combo of horror, but speculative science fiction. And it's on Kindle Unlimited, and it's called Beta, A Technological Nightmare, and it's by Sammy Scott, and it is so good. I just finished it. But it might be a little scary. And, but not gory scary, just like Black Mirror. Anyone like Black Mirror? I've seen a couple episodes of Black Mirror. 
Yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, it's really well written and really like you can't guess what's going on until near the end. You know what I mean? That kind of book. And anyway, and the other book that I'm reading right now, there might be some trigger stuff for some people, but it's um, called, what is it called? I just forgot. Oh, None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Okay, that's my contribution, and they're both really good. I'll mute. Awesome. Thank you so much, Paula. I actually have KU, so I do have Kindle Unlimited, um, and I use it a lot. So, <laughs> so that is awesome. Um, well, I'm going to talk about a book. I'm going to talk about the um, book that I am currently I'll talk about the book that I'm currently reading and the one that I finished. So a book that I finished recently is for the, for the V is Vines by Bryn Asher. And it is in a series called the killers. And so basically um, these guys kind of the premise is that they work in, in black ops um, and so if they were ever caught, nobody would know because the government would disavow them and, and would not admit to anything. And, but now they want to retire and, but in order to do so, they have to train the new batch of killers. Um, and this guy moves next door to a, to a woman and she lives in, she owns a, a vineyard and um, there's a whole lot about wine in this book. So if you enjoy wine or, um, or if, um, you spend a lot of time around people who say that you have an unsophisticated palate because you're not a wine drinker, um, this book is really great for you. <laughs> it's really, it's really quite enjoyable. And the way that they meet is because she's got some cows that wander into his yard. It is definitely a book with uh, quite a bit of steam uh, quite a lot of steam <laughs> um, and it is very very good um, it, it is written in first person present tense and every time I, I say oh I don't like first person um, I end up get, I end up reading a book and I'm like oh I really like this so so I can't be trusted um, <laughs> so again it's vines by Bren B-R-Y-N-N-E Asher. And the book that I am currently reading is called Rescuing Melissa by Ellie Masters. And Melissa definitely needs some rescuing because her ex-husband is on death row and it is the day of his execution. And um, he was called he was known as the fairy tale killer and um i am not even like 45 minutes into this book and i have said out loud oh my god this book is messed up except i did not say messed up and <laughs> and and um it is very uncomfortable it's it's definitely romantic suspense I would say that um, it's it's a little it's the when he looks at when the killer looks at their potential um, potential 
like victims, it is definitely very uncomfortable. Um, so especially because he's also like kind of looking at kids being his potential victims. So, so if that's like a hard no mm. for you about that, right. Like then you might not want to read that. And um, also there's, there seems to be some, some, there seems to be an injured animal. And if this animal dies, I, I am quitting the book. So, <laughs> so um, just letting you know, that's where I stand. I am a mood reader. And if this dog dies, I'm out. So, <laughs> um, but again, but so far it looks like it's pretty good. I, I have no idea what's going to happen and I'm scared for everybody involved, but it is called rescuing Melissa by Ellie Masters and the series is called the Guardian Rescuer series. So they better get to rescue him because I am really stressed out about Melissa. <laughs> I believe Jeanette has her hand up again, Mika. Yes, ma'am. Hello, Jeanette. Sorry. Right. It's, okay. it's hard to go from one window to the other quickly enough these days um <laughs> did she say data and and who did she say the author is not even for your notes but for me um because i get kindle on is it their data i think she said beta. beta i think she said beta i said beta b-e-t-a yeah okay day beta yeah by who uh sammy scott i think it was yeah I i'm still not getting it sammy scott Oh, that's my new. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. That's all right. We'll blame it on Zoom. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Thanks. Sorry. That's all good, Paula. All right. Anybody else with their hand up? Ah, uh, yep. Shannon has her hand raised. Hello, Shannon. Hello, Mctastic. <laughs> I am not doing an alphabet challenge, although if I look back probably through all the books I've read this year, I probably have quite a bit of it done, but I've not actually sat down and looked it out, looked at it. Um, I wanted to talk about a really cool fantasy novel that I started reading earlier today, and it is called Bindle Punk Bruja, so B I N D L E. P-U-N-K-B-R-U-J-A. Um, You're going for, for the fancy titles there, ma'am. I am. <laughs> uh, for Jeanette, who is taking notes. And it is by, and I don't know how to spell this author's name, I apologize, Desadiria Mesa. And it is um, a 1920s set novel, so kind of historical fantasy set in um, Missouri, in Kansas City, Missouri. And our heroine is half Mexican and half Caucasian. And she has a little bit of magic um, passed down from her ancestors. And she's trying to keep it a secret. She's trying to pass as white. And she's trying to achieve her goal of owning a speakeasy. But she has Ooh. all these like gangsters and like other kind of slimy yuckety people that are getting in her way. And she also is learning that there is a new sort of magical threat that her family members are not aware of. 
And so she's trying to figure out like what the best thing is to do about this. Um, I picked this up because I've been reading a lot of books about witches lately. It is, you know, getting it's fall and that's a great time for witch books. And I was looking for some witch books that weren't specifically white, like that looked into other, um, other cultures and the way they, explore like witches and magic and so I stumbled upon this at my public library and I snapped it up if you do it in audio it's narrated by the amazing Frankie Corzo and I am just really really enjoying it it's about 14 hours long I'm still pretty close to the beginning um, but it looks it, it, it looked really good to me and so far it is not disappointing that is fantastic. Thank you. And Jeanette, I'm sorry that I don't know how to spell that um, author's name. I can't. I'm look impressed it up. that you spelled the rest of it. <laughs> C U N K and Bindle and that whole other thing. <clears throat> I can um I can look it up on Goodreads if that would be useful and I can come back and spell it for you. Um, if you're gonna do that, I'll put it in. Okay, if not, I will do it. You and Mika, Mika can work that out. <laughs> also, um, Shannon, if if you're looking for witch books with more diverse characters, I'm wondering if you have read Witches Steeped in Gold as of yet. Ah, um, Shannon Smart. It is sitting on my iPad. I downloaded <clears> it from Bard. Actually, when you talked about it um, on Book Bistro as a uh, most anticipated book a couple of years ago it was on my radar and then I saw it on Bard and I downloaded it oh very good so that might yeah. be another book for your for your uh, you know witch nazary you know <laughs> yeah. oh I like that word witch nazary excellent yeah that is a good word I like that <laughs> I will uh, look that up and be back with a spelling okay thank you ma'am you're welcome um all right. Any other hands? Nothing at the moment that I see. Anybody in Clubhouse, Bell? Bell will probably raise her Not hand if there's time. anybody. Nope. If there's anybody in there, okay. she'll probably raise her hand. Yeah, I think um, she would, but just double checking. I gotcha. <laughs> so my question tonight. Oh my gosh, you all make me so darn happy with these book recommendations. I just feel like I just need to come in with a book budget for each call. Um, <laughs> so my question tonight, um, when I think about, when I think about reading for me, it's often, it's often tied with, um, it's often tied with either like a life lesson that I've learned or that I was learning at the time, or it's tied to an event or tied to some kind of emotion or something like that. And so, um, so, and if we have time, I'll ask my second question, but I guess my first question that I would like to ask is what is the book that you read that you were like, Oh my God, I, I will now be a reader. Like this has transformed me and it doesn't have to be, you know, it could be fiction or nonfiction, but it was just maybe like a book that you read and you were reading it. And maybe like, you know, you, maybe you weren't necessarily like a voracious reader back then, or maybe you were, but when you read this book, you were like, 
Oh yeah, I am now. I am now fully invested in reading books now, and I will not stop. <laughs> um, and I'm trying. And I think for me, there's there's a couple of them for me um, that have resonated in different times in my life. But I would say um, the book that made me a reader um, is a book called, I read it in the third grade, and it was a book called Amy's Eyes. And um, <clears throat> And I'll have to look up the author of it. Um, it's like Richard something. <laughs> um, but I remember it very clearly because um, because it was like, you know, this person that was that was my age going on these adventures and they had a doll that came to life. And back then I didn't find that creepy. So um, <laughs> and they were doing all kinds of adventures, going on all kinds of adventures together. And. But one of the reasons why I really, it really resonated with me. Um, so it was the first book that I read that had like a curse word in it. And, and I say that because I was in the third grade and I see this thing and it says, damn. And I'm, and all of a sudden I'm like telling my teachers like, oh my God, this has the word in it. And then they took the book away. So that told me two things. <laughs> A, I love reading. I want to read more, not because of the cursing, but because it was such a good book. And B, I am never telling anybody else if there's anything in this book that I don't understand, which was, you know, both kind of good, but also a little sad because it, um, what it actually did was make me not want to talk about the books that I read anymore because I was afraid that if I talked about a book and it contained something that someone else didn't like, that they would just take it away from me. And, you know, I think a lot of us are, um, come from a time of where, especially like Braille books were few and far between and access to them, you know, you had access to what you had access to and there wasn't like an abundance of choice. And, mm -mm. you know, maybe there was to us when we were younger, right? Because you don't know what you're missing until you until you get something else and you get to see more of it. Um, but that was the book. It was it was just so many wonderful adventures and everything. And after I'd read that, I went on to read Great Expectations, like the magazine that used to come out, um, or Expectations, the magazine that came out from the um braille institute and and then i just and then i was just off to the races so um so it definitely was very very transformative for me all right miss tammy do we have any hands up we have a ton okay okay have, i'm gonna try to go in order here ladies so please excuse me or gentlemen there if there's any out there please excuse me for that um <clears throat> shannon is first shannon Okay, so I have a spelling for Jeanette. Jeanette, the author is Desideria, D as in dog, E-S-I-R. No, I'm sorry. D-E-S-I-D-E-R-I-A. And the last name, Mesa, M-E-S-A. Thank you, Shannon. 
And I think the book that really made me a reader, I mean, I've always been a reader. My grandma read to me when I was really young. And then even after I was able to read myself, she picked up sort of the slack of some of the stuff that like NLS didn't have and read books for me on tape um, up until I was like in high school. And I always thought that was really awesome. But the book that really made me a reader, I think, was a memoir for children by the author Jean Little. And it was called Little by Little. And it told the story of Jean, who was a visually impaired girl who became an author for children. And she lived in Canada. And it just basically talked about her life. And not only was it like just a really great book, because she was a very talented writer. Um, she passed away a few years ago, and that will make me sad forever. Um, but it was, I think, the first time I really saw a person with visual impairments on the page. And obviously, like, not in fiction, but still, like, it was, you know, this was, was nonfiction, and it sort of spurred me on to think that, you know, there were people who were like me that were like whose stories needed to be told and that there were places for people with disabilities in books. That's awesome. Uh, it's so awesome when you can see like people, you know, people who are represented in books um, with disabilities and, and it's such an, especially at like a formative age, right? Well, and because she herself has uh, had a disability when she wrote fiction with characters with disabilities, they weren't cured in the end, which I always thought, you know, was was amazing that people were allowed to stay like who they were. And the disability didn't have to leave in order to make them like, you know, a happy, fulfilled character. Yeah. Like, I've just always really appreciated her writing. That's awesome, Shannon. Thank you. Lucy is up next, Mika. Hello, Lucy. Hello. Um, you know, reading has always been a part of my life because my mom used to read to us and then my sisters did when they got, you know, old enough to read. And um, then when I was in the third grade, um, I my teacher started reading uh Little House in the Big Woods by Laura Ingalls Wilder. Oh my gosh. Oh, my heart. Yep. And, you know, he would only read like 15 or 20 minutes a day, even though we begged him to read more. So I thought, well, I can't do this. So I've got to read those. So, of course, I started reading them and I got ahead of everybody. And, um, <laughs> and you know, I read that whole series, I think, within, you know, third and fourth grade. I think I, you know, read the whole thing. And, and I just, you know, ever since then, I have read everything I could get my hands on. I went to a, a school for the blind, so I did have a, a Braille library at my fingertip, so to speak. And um, so when I was um, in the sixth grade going into junior high, <laughs> the teachers had a meeting and, um, you know, all the seventh grade teachers said, well, I think we'll read, you know, this book this year. And, and the sixth grade teachers, oh, no, Lucy Edmonds has already read that. 
<laughs> so they, when I got, when I got to seventh grade, of course, they thought I was a big snob. And then once they got to know me, they, and they started teasing me, oh, we got to have something for Lucy to read, you know? <laughs> 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 and I saw one of my high school teachers probably 20 years ago in a grocery store and she came up to me and she didn't say anything. And my mom knew her and uh, she said she to my mom, you know, don't tell her. And so she said, Lucy, did you ever find anything to read? And I'm like, oh, my God, Miss Manning, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> it was really funny. But, yeah, I, I have just always love to read always so yeah that's i it. love that thank <laughs> you lucy i love that <laughs> yeah <laughs> little house books one of my favorites yes my my first reading experience um Ooh, jeanette awesome. has her hand up hello jeanette so when i was in second grade my second grade teacher would read to us half an hour a day because she said, you guys probably don't have the patience for chapter books yet, reading them in Braille. And truth be told, I loved Braille, but I hated reading books because my hands got tired. Mm -hmm. I could read 20 pages and then I'd be like, mm, I'm done. And I never got over that until I got Braille displays. But anyway, she read the book Charlotte's Web. Uh, and the last mm -hmm. day, I was sick. And <gasps> I missed the ending. Oh, no. And I cried. And she oh. had to talk to me and tell me what it was. And <clears throat> that's when I realized, like, I've got to find a way to read. And one of my best friend's mothers said, um, I'm going to introduce you to the talking book library. And at that time, I lived in Connecticut, but we had to get our books out of New York. And my mother filled out, I can't tell you how many of those print sheets that we oh, used to have to fill out. Oh, my gosh. And I read audio constantly. But as an adult, the book that made me read more because as an adult I used to only read like when I was on vacation because I'd have to bring cassettes with me you know this was all before the digital stuff oh yeah oh yeah the the book that really made me read was called The Negotiator and I will put the name of the author in it I'll find it it is on Bard um I had to go back and read it a second time and now now with Bard and Kindle and Bookshare and all these things, I'm reading more than I ever did. Oh, isn't that amazing? That is awesome. Thank you, Jeanette. I'm going to have to look up The Negotiator. That sounds like a thriller. Um, I, I will find it. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Sue Ellen is up next. All right, Sue Ellen. Okay, I, like Lucy, I think have always been a reader. My mother read to me, and I ordered print books when I had better sight and was in the public school. Actually, it was quite hilarious. The teacher would um, bring around, because we'd order through this catalog-type thing called Scope, and 
the teacher would bring around the books to the kids and most kids would get one or two books. He'd put one or two books on their desk. Then he'd get to me and he'd drop this big old stack on my desk. But the book that really, as that I really got to where I could choose my own books that I remember really well was the little girl who lived down the lane. I don't know the name of the author, but I'd heard about this book because um, they made a movie of it with Jodie Foster, which my mother wouldn't let me watch because she said it was too mature. <laughs> then I found out it was based off a book. And it suddenly occurred to me, I get all my books from Perkins. I'll just call Perkins while mom is at work and order it myself. <laughs> so that's what I did. And Kim Charlson sent it to me. And I just snagged it before mom got home from work and then fake sick the next day. And of course, that was the day mom came home from work oh, early no. and busted me. And at that point, she realized telling me I couldn't read adult books had only caused me to, to learn how to sneak. So she's like, fine, if you think you can handle these books, go ahead and read them. But make sure you talk to me if you don't understand anything. And make sure your sister isn't in the room when you're reading them. <laughs> and those were conditions I could live with. <laughs> uh, oh, I am so delighted by that story. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I was about 13 at the time. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is that is great. The um there is a specific book that got me into the romance genre, and it's called Um Once a Princess by Joanna Lindsay. And I don't know. I the I know my parents did not sign the form for me to get books that were for adults. Um, but man, I when I got these books, I wasn't telling anybody. Um, <laughs> and, and it was definitely considered a bodice ripper. And there's literally everything possible that could happen. And one of those 80s romances definitely <laughs> yep. happened in that book. So um, and I was like 12, I think. Yeah, I was about 12 at the time when I was when I was reading it. Um, and then that started me on the trajectory of romance. So, <laughs> yeah, the little girl who lived down the lane was a young adult book. I, th I think would be categorized as that now. Um, part of me would love to go back and reread it if I could remember the name of the author. Well, I'm sure we can find it for you. I will. I will. I will um, Look, do a search yes. for you. Mm -hmm. You have thank you. You have no raised hands, so host contribution here. I'd like to, yes, please. Um, I started. I I was kind of like Jeanette when I was little. My hands got tired reading Braille, so I mean, I read it, but I when I discovered talking books, that was it. So of course, I could read with the lights out, obviously, and I could read with my ear stuffed to the the talk book player although every time my mom came in the room I had to pause and 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 you know <laughs> quietly pause and of course then I'd wake up the next morning because of course I read oh Amityville Horror The Exorcist anything I could get my hands on that was not <laughs> you know I was 12 13 and I was reading all this stuff forever I think was my big first one that I read by myself and one of my teachers said to me are you old enough to read that book and I'm like yeah, if you only knew what I'd been reading. Um, so I just said, <laughs> yeah, I think I am. But I'd wake up the next morning, and of course, those older players, as we were, as most of us remember, were like 
horrible and they had this big speaker and if you didn't have headphones which i didn't at the time so my i would fall asleep with my head with my ear pressed to my book player and of course <laughs> i'd wake up the next day and my mother would be like why is your face all red on that side <laughs> <laughs> no reason no reason at all i don't know ma i have no idea <laughs> so, no reason <laughs> so that that is how i got started and yes i've i've been i've been a reader ever since my grandmother started me out on the little house books and and yep i i didn't didn't stop from there i just went upward onward and upward i love it i love it thank you tammy you're welcome <laughs> i love this call <laughs> oh thanks anyone else have their hand raised nope not at the moment not that i could see okay oh, yep uh, oh, i see some hands going up now second. i just of course Nope. I Are you there, Tammy? Else. Yep. I didn't see anyone else. Oh, I got you. I can. I'll, I'll get them. Um, if you see him. <laughs> yep. Paula. Ah, Paula. Oh, sorry, I missed you. Paula. Um, Paula is probably muted. I got it. I think. Can you hear me? There now? you are. Yes. So, did I lower my hand? I was trying to do both things. Oh yeah, you have your hands lowered, honey. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say and this is slightly off what you were saying, but I read all my life since I was little with Braille, and then later talking book. But I just wondered, did anybody besides me go crazy with joy the day that Kindle became accessible? I yes. was at work. And I was buying books and trying to work at the same time. I was so happy. I just wondered if anybody else did that. Absolutely. I, st <laughs> I still haven't figured it out. So y'all have to help me with that one. Oh. Maybe maybe one of our next, maybe we'll have to have a call on using the Kindle app. <laughs> yeah, we could. Oh, yeah, you should. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yes. That. yes, absolutely. Yeah. Anybody? Okay. Um. <laughs> I know about it, but you're giving me some really good ideas for a call. So hold that thought. So thank oh, you. <laughs> I'll get out of here. Sorry. Right. No, no, no. You're perfectly fine. Um, you're perfectly fine. And then I saw Jeanette had her hand up um, as well. And Suellen again, too, after Jeanette. Um, the author is, and I put it on the thing, Frederick Forsyth. Okay. For the negotiator? Yeah. Awesome. Thank and you. It's the story of um, the president's son has been kidnapped and this guy is called in to negotiate his release. Ooh. But you find out it's not just a simple matter of negotiating the release and the plot gets rather complicated. Um, it's quite a long book and I read it in two days. <laughs> oh, I love this. Thank you, Jeanette. So, Ellen, did you have your hand up or did it not go down? I, I actually hadn't had my hand up. I'd for just forgotten to lower it from before. Okay, no worries. I'm sorry. I'm trying to lower, but 
Oh, you're doing. You're You're fine. Complicated over here. You're you're fine. You're fine. You actually got me thinking about an offshoot kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I said for the longest time was I hate Star Trek. I hate Star Trek. I hate Star Trek. And I ended up getting this book from Perkins because the time I just told Kim send me anything. And I got this book, Doctor's Orders, and I started reading it. And it said, this is a Star Trek book. And I, um, I was th- my first thought was, I'm going to take this tape out and put it in the mailer and send it right back where it came from. But then I started reading the synopsis. And the synopsis sounded kind of interesting. And I kept on reading and was laughing my head head off through the book but as i read it i discovered why i hated star trek because star trek the tv show did not have audio description so Mm -hmm. i didn't know half of what was going on half the time but in the books everything was described suddenly i turned into a trekkie i'm still i'm still trying to find my inner trekkie but i think i think i could i think i could be one with a little coaxing (laughs) <laughs> I think I think it could happen. Um, and this actually segues to I'm just checking the time real fast. Um, all right, we got 15 minutes. 15 so this minutes. actually segues to another question that I have. So um, before I ask this question, I'm going to say that um, you know, like reading is a very, very personal thing. And a lot of times when people don't like something, that doesn't mean someone else won't. And if you do like something, it means someone someone else might not like it. There are so many books that I've gotten just based off of a one-star review from somebody else. So with that said, I want us to be thoughtful about our answers to this question. <clears throat> and the question is... Um, is there a genre that you are interested in trying? And if so, what has what has held you back from trying it? So is there a book genre that you've been kind of interested in trying? And if so, what is what keeps you from like kind of reading more than one book in that in that genre? Because maybe we can help each other. Um and I want you to be listening to these answers for those of you who like the different genres that someone is going to mention, because on our next call, I would like for people, I would like for people who like these genres that maybe we are concerned about getting into, or we don't know how to get into or whatever to come with a book recommendation that can help ease us in. And then, and then hopefully we will read that book and um, let you know how and let you know how it goes. Maybe, maybe you'll get us into a genre that we didn't even know. All right, Tammy, are you able to see the hands? Yep, Shannon right. is first. Shannon. Hello again. First of all, I just want to say I found Sue Ellen's book. Oh, awesome! And the author is Laird. L-A-I-R-D, and the last name is spelled K-O-E-N-I-G. Laird Koenig, all right. Yes, and that is for the little girl who lives down the lane. Thank you. You're welcome. 
And for a genre that I like, have kind of been, you know, considering reading, but have never really gotten into, like, I am not able to find a good, like, horror book that isn't, like, super gory or, like, just, you know, so over the top that I can't, like, I, I can't get invested. Um, okay. But I know that so many people love horror. And so I would, you know, sort of be interested in in finding something that is, I don't know, like, like a light horror? I, I don't even know how you would. You know what? They've been talking about cozy horror on TikTok lately or on Facebook lately. Cozy, cozy horror, horror. Which I think cozy. is kind of an oxymoron, but also, but also, like, I could see it. And that would kind of be the horror that I would read where it's. It's the stakes aren't quite as high, but it still has kind of a creepy factor to it, maybe. Yeah, because I like the idea, you know, like I like creepy books, as you know. <clears throat> um, but like some of the like supernatural horror where, you know, is it like Stephen King who has like creatures coming out of the sewer or whatever? Um, like I can't there's just something about that that I can't like quite get into, but something that has that sort of creepy vibe um you know would would be interesting to me if i could find sort of the right you know the right thing okay all right horror fans we're heading into spooky season so mm-hmm. i've got so one in the, in a couple of weeks come in with a suggestion for shannon <laughs> i will have to uh look at cozy horror though that that's interesting to me all right, i did yeah. learn the other day that cozy mysteries are just rom-coms with dead bodies and that made me really happy <laughs> Oh gosh. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is, isn't it? <laughs> yes. It made me so happy. Like I thought, like, wow, I've never looked at cozy mysteries quite like that. I, I need to I need to do that. <laughs> well, thank you, Shannon. Who's up You're next? You're welcome. Who's up Jeanette. next? There? Jeanette's up next. All right, Jeanette. So I know that many of you read the Stephen King genre. Uh, I I can't get there, and I don't know why. I think for me, I mean, I read murder mysteries, so you would think I wouldn't be too um, worried about horror, but I don't know. I can't do it. Is it is it the horror in general, or is it Stephen King in particular? I haven't read a lot of horror in general. Okay. Once it gets past like a real murder mystery, beyond that, I can't do it. Okay. All right. This is I hope I hope you horror fans are listening. <laughs> also for uh for Shannon's sake there, she does not like books about ghosts. So that would not be a recommendation for Shannon. Um <laughs> as you as you think of horror novels. Um and and so and Jeanette, I am sure that we could probably find something um, for you. I think I think a lot of times when people mix genres together, sometimes that can be like a bigger help. Like if it's a genre that you're already reading and it kind of disputes very carefully in, <laughs> um, it, it could be helpful. It sneaks up on you. Um, yes. Sue Ellen is up next. All right, Sue Ellen. Okay. Um 
I have been thinking about this. I'm going in a completely different direction. Um, okay. But I have been thinking for some time about exploring LDS fiction. I used oh. to be, have a lot of involvement with people of that particular religious group, and I still do have friends in that world. And I'd kind of like to... I kind of like to read about it, but at the same time, I don't want to be overly preached at. And that's what's holding me back. I still want my action and um, drama, um, but I, I just I don't want to be overly preached at. So but is I, LDS fiction more like fiction with LDS themes or is it more like fiction by um, authors that are Latter-day Saints? I think it's more themed or with characters. Okay. In that, I know there's a series, um, I think, called The Saint Squad that I, I've seen listed on Bardom, considering playing with that. I don't know if anyone else has read that, any of the books okay. in that series. I'm going to have to do some research. I, I've never heard of I've never heard of it. It makes sense that there is LDS fiction. Um, yeah, there's a whole boatload of it up on Bard. Oh, okay. Well, you guys are just really getting hard. We have horror and we have LDS fiction. We just really go all <laughs> over the gamut here. <laughs> Thank you, Sue Ellen. I hope you all are all just listening, listening. All right. Who else, Tammy? Um, Shannon, did you lower your hand? or Because uh, we have Shannon and we have Lucy. Why don't we go to Lucy? I didn't um, intend to have well, that. I'm I just sorry. didn't lower it. Can you lower her hand? Um, oh, I, I, I can. I tried, but. <laughs> oh, okay. I will. Thank all you. Right. Um, Doom is not cooperating. It's all good. Lucy. Well, I had to really think about this because <laughs> I read so many different genres, but I guess the one that I don't really get into so much is like books about war um like i like historical fiction and stuff like that but i don't know there's something about like i don't know um world you know world war one world war two civil war um except for gone with the wind of course <laughs> but <laughs> do you do you know what i mean yeah is it Kinda. is it the war itself and like the atrocities or do you think that you would feel more comfortable reading a book where maybe the war was like the backdrop but there's but it's like a saga with family and stuff you know what i mean as opposed to like straight military fiction oh man jaws <laughs> lower my hand in three seconds okay so do it there thank you um, <laughs> and i did it too <laughs> uh, God. um yeah i don't know i i i don't know that's why i really had to think about this because <laughs> um like we read a cup we read a book um eh, for book chat called i think it was called defining hitler or what the heck was the name of that, Jeanette? Do you remember that Hitler book that we read for book chat? Um, and I did, anyway, I did not like it. I, you know, I just, it was all about World War Two, and, you know, I don't know. So if, you know, if you could find a really good war book. <laughs> I, I have some suggestions brewing because I don't know that I would, 
want, I personally would want to read a book called Defining Hitler, right? Like uh, that feels like it's a little too, like, um, I think I'd rather read about the backdrop of World War II through the eyes of people who were in it, but also there are other things that are happening along with the war. So I've got some ideas for you, Lucy. Then we also (laughs) read one about the Tuskegee Airmen. Mm-hmm. which was it was really it was good i mean it was it was really good i i must say that's probably the best book about war that i've ever read um okay yeah but that's I'm all i can do some think research of. We'll, we will be researching for you <laughs> okay. thank you um and as for me i would say mine would be science fiction and um and I think it's because I feel stupid when I read it um, because because the science fiction, uh, most of the science fiction that I have read um, has usually been very, like, I feel like I have to be a rocket scientist to understand and I'm not really a sciencey person. And yet, like, I would like to read something where people are like, traversing about on planets and doing cool futuristic stuff. But I don't want to feel like I don't want to be made to feel like I'm stu- I'm too stupid to read this book. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, and I've read like a long way to a small angry planet by Becky chambers. Um, but, and it was very, very good and it was very character driven. So I think that would be, it would need to be something that was character driven where I, I can care about the characters in this like sciencey um, backdrop. And um, I see we've got three minutes left. Tammy, can you give me, what about you? You got, you got three minutes, Tammy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Science fiction is probably the only one I haven't gotten into everything else. I pretty much tried. <laughs> so maybe, maybe science fiction. I, I'd have to think about that one. Like, so, so in a couple of weeks, if you guys could come back with some science fiction um, suggestions for Tammy and I, we would appreciate it. Yes. Because, <laughs> and, and I definitely have some more suggestions for Lucy. I think that I think she'll like that. Oh, yay. The backdrop, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, my gosh, y'all. This has been such a wonderful call. I look forward to this. Um, I look forward to it all day. And you just make, you end up making my entire week. So thank you for spending time with us um, on this call. Thank you for joining, giving us your recommendations, giving us those genres that maybe you're not too sure about, sharing those trans. Um, those transformative reading experiences with each other. There's something that's so special about talking about books with one another. And it's absolutely just so incredible. And I just feel like, and I just feel like we're all like in a big um, living room together, hanging out on the couches, talking about the books that we love. Um, Tammy, thank you so much for hosting us. Thank you for and, me. <laughs> and Belle, thank you for streaming and being in Clubhouse. Definitely appreciate you. And everybody, thank you so much for joining. And until next time, happy reading. <laughs>